Hi everyone, Dr. Elizabeth Bonet here. Dr. Liz, welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Before we jump in, please note that the podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need psychotherapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so please feel free to contact me through my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z-hypnosis.com. Hi everyone, Dr. Liz here. Welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. So happy you're here. This is part three of our weight loss series. Part one was episode 149, which was my personal story. Part two is with Kelly Woods, who's an expert in hypnosis and weight loss. And this interview is with Dr. Chris Murphy. He's the author of The Five Foundations of Remarkably Healthy People, the host of the podcast, Happy Healthy Hormones. He's also the host of the Dr. Chris show on ACN radio, and he has a chiropractic practice in the state of Washington, and he has all kinds of online programs that he offers. I think you'll really enjoy hearing about the five foundations to a happy, healthy life and how he talks about the 80-20 rule, why diets don't work. We cover all of that in this interview. So enjoy and be sure to check out the other episodes too, 149 and episode 150. You can always find them at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. All right. Have a wonderful week. Peace. Hi, Dr. Chris. Welcome to Hypnotize Me. Hey, Dr. Liz. Great being on. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. So today, I'm just going to jump right in with questions. And the first one is, how did you get into chiropractic field? How did you be, decide to become a chiropractor? Yeah, so it's kind of a roundabout story. So, you know, I always knew pretty much from high school that I wanted to do something in the medical field. Didn't really know what, you know, I did job shadowing with different doctors, orthopedists, surgeons, all kinds of stuff. Really quickly realized I didn't want to be a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably one of the biggest reasons is I didn't want to be a slave to my job. I felt like everyone was just, they had this thing they had to be on call and yeah, always disrupting their family and like all these things. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe I go into dentistry because it's like, well, they seem to have a great lifestyle. Like my dentist only worked like three days a week. He was always golfing. I was like, Hey, that sounds like a great thing to do. Right. So <laughs> yeah. Right. So I went into, went into school undergrad thinking that, Hey, that's what I was going to do. And went through that whole process. And I actually graduated from undergrad and was, you know, in the process of taking the, the test to get into dental exam school when I was working for my brother during that time, just trying to make some money while I was in between my next step in life. And I ended up injuring my shoulder to where I couldn't help him out anymore. Like I had to find a new job. And so my brother found me a a job with his buddy who was a chiropractor. It was him and his brother-in-law, they practiced together. And I had been to a chiropractor before in the past, but you know, I never really, you know, thought much about it. I thought it was more just about like neck pain and back pain. And as I started working with these guys, I started to see all these other miracles happening. Like I saw a woman who hadn't been able to get pregnant for years, who tried everything, just started getting underneath this chiropractic care and was able to have a child. I saw people that suffered with migraines for decades come in and come out with not having to deal with migraines anymore. And just like story Mm -hmm. after story of things I never even related to 
the field of chiropractic. And I was like, okay, there's something to this. And so they had always, they were always chirping in my ear, like, Hey, you know, you should really think about maybe switching courses and you'd be a great chiropractor, this and that. And, and eventually it just, something shifted in me. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go to chiropractic school. I didn't even really still at that point, really understand the potential and, and what chiropractic really was. And just, packed up everything, moved down there with my dog and showed up and um, the rest is history. Awesome. So it became a real path for you because it, it seems like, you know, I've listened to your podcast and for the listeners, Chris has a great podcast. What's the name again now? I'm awful with titles. Um, happy Healthy Hormones. Happy Healthy Hormones. Yes. So I'm great with names like <laughs> like Chris Murphy, I'll bring up, right? But like the I'm titles. I'm names. So yes. Oh, so yeah, so we're the opposite. But it's a good podcast. But it seems like it's been quite a journey from you from that first step, traditional chiropractic, even into other areas that it's evolved into like a more holistic healing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I first started chiropractic, school like as i mentioned it was hey you know what i could you know help some people and make a living for my family but it wasn't until i really started to dive into the world of holistic health that i realized that really the foundations of what chiropractic was was this helping the body heal from the inside out it really became about the philosophy of that that healthcare journey and that foundation that really helped branch out to helping people in other areas of their lives because it all comes down to helping us heal from within, right? We all have the amazing yes. healing power to heal from within, just like what you do uh, with your patients and helping them with hypnosis. It's just about getting the, the inside starting to work, right? And starting to remove mm -hmm. interferences from how their brain and body processes things. And, and that's really what we're working with is just helping the nervous system function at its best and help people reach their fullest potential. And so with that, we really have evolved that in, in my practice you know, both in our clinic and then virtually what we do with patients around the, the country and the world is really helping them apply the five foundations of their health. And so, you know, when we get into the five foundations, we talk about things like function, which has to do with the nervous system and making sure that your body is communicating and healing in those pathways from the brain as close to 100% as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, we look at things like food, which has to do with making sure we're getting the right nutrients in our bodies and that we're not starving ourselves these vital nutrients that we've come to in today's society and the standard American diet so that we're not starving ourselves and, and allowing our bodies to break down because of that. Mm -hmm. uh, we look at things like, and that can even be things like maybe supplements, but it has to start with the foods we're putting in our body. You know, supplements are named supplement for a reason, right? We're supposed to supplement our diet versus yeah. a lot of times in our society, we're really looking at it as, Hey, this is the thing we got to do. I can still do all these bad things that I shouldn't really be doing that I know I should mm -hmm. probably change, but maybe if I just take this supplement, it'll be okay. And unfortunately where people get tricked is they start to take those supplements, even with this bad lifestyle and they start to feel better because anytime you start with poor nutrition and you add something extra, well, you're going to feel better, but eventually you know, your body's going to figure it out and your body's eventually going to catch up with you. And, and then we have some problems. Mm -hmm. uh, we look at things like the other foundation, which is fitness. So that's looking at things like, making sure you're working out in the most efficient way possible that you're working out for your body type and what your goals are. So you're getting the, the right foundational structure, strength to your body. Uh, mm -hmm. We look at things like filter, which has to do with toxins. You know, are you exposing yourself to known toxins that you're just trying to turn a blind eye to, but they're really creating problems and you got to figure out a better way or solution to 
maybe replace that thing in, in your life so that you don't create long-term problems or maybe they're hidden toxins you don't even realize you're exposing yourself or your family to which is maybe in the right now not having a huge effect in your life because these things bioaccumulate I mean they build up in our bodies over time from different sources and then eventually we have that crisis hit us and we're trying to figure out where this came from well really we were doing it to ourselves the whole time mm -hmm. and then we also look at the last foundation which might just be one of the most important which is freedom and this has to do with stress you know this has freedom in your finances your spiritual life your relationships and just helping to turn stressors in your life into constructive situations and and that's really really i think you really accelerate is really helping people with that aspect um and just helping people with that so we look at all those things and we can't look at them as like a buffet line like hey you know i'm going to take just one thing from the food here i'm going to take one thing over here from the from the fitness no it's like you gotta try to live all those foundations not perfectly, but just mm -hmm. consistently, you know, having that, at least that 80, 20 rule where like 80% of the time in your lifestyle, you're doing those things, right. And yeah. maybe 20%, you have that wiggle room where, Hey, life happens, or we have, we go on vacation. We had that reward meal, whatever it might be. And, uh, you're going to give yourself the best chances to not end up like your grandparents or your, your parents or your sister that had the chronic disease, the cancer, the heart disease, the Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. and, and, and then you're really going to live your fullest potential. And that's what our whole focus is. Fascinating. Not to add an F there, but yeah. <laughs> fascinating. Well, we're going to get everyone I, confused. Good. Yes. I really like the 80-20 rule. I had some, um, I would say, negotiation process with my 13-year-old recently, and we, mm. we settled on a 75-25% type of rule, and I was talking to her sister about it, and um, I said, 75% actually isn't, isn't bad. Like, that's good. You know, like, you do something 75% of the time. That's pretty good, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, I was I, like, I talk, all right. I talk to people all the time, you know, our patients saying, hey, you know what, from the moment you wake up in the morning to the moment you go to bed, you're constantly making decisions. Yes. that are either building your body towards better health or towards disease. But our, our body is never just staying stagnant. Like we're never just at that perfect equilibrium where we're just got the right. It's like, no, we're yes. always making those decisions. So, you know, I'm, I might be talking to that person at three o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I was like, Hey, what have you, from the moment you woke up today from to this moment right now, have you made more decisions to build health or build disease? Meaning mm. you might not have made some good decisions from the time you woke up to this moment right now, but have you made enough that you're going to be able to move yourself in the right direction? Because we can yeah. never go back from the day before and today eat more salad to make up for what we didn't eat yesterday. Right? Like that's done. Yeah. It's over. We can't go back, but we can start making more decisions today and looking back at today and say, okay, I, I did really good. Or you know what? Absolutely. I could have made some better decisions. So tomorrow all right, we're going to have a better day than yesterday. And that'll start getting us to that 80, 80, 20. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that. And there's um, a podcast I listened to where he does say actually, okay, you, you can't go back, right? Same thing, but you can like eat a great big salad as a reset. Right? He's like, yeah. do a reset for your body. And he's, saying this sincerely, like it is a reset to eat really well. So you say, okay, maybe I blew it yesterday or maybe I blew it at lunch. I don't know, but let me reset my body and put some really good nutrition into it and then move Absolutely. forward from there. Absolutely. Yep. It's just about resetting. Do you work then with 
complementary practitioners? Because that seems like a lot to do just for one person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if in life, you got to know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. If you ever come across a doctor that thinks that they know it all, mm-hmm. that they can help you with everything, you should walk out that door and go somewhere else, right? Because yeah, definitely. The fact is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. And, you know, there are certain situations where there are times where there's things that, you know, I can't help. Like, for instance, there was this um, little baby that came into our office geez, a few months back. And, you know, we help lots of kids, but this child had some serious deformity issues with its its skull because mm-hmm. of things that had happened. And so, you know, there's certain practitioners that work with cranial sacral therapies and things, and that's not my specialty. Mm-hmm. And so like, they just need a little bit more, right? So like, you know, we send out to there or obviously with someone like yourself, now that I have a, an awesome uh, resource like yourself, that great. I can like help a lot more people by sending people your direction, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, if someone really does need that surgery, like we've exhausted all the resources, well then, Hey, maybe we need to go out and have that surgery. And you, you go to that orthopedist or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, usually typically, you know, our goal when people come into to our office or if we're helping people virtually, it's really just to help be a part of, of their journey. It's to just help them reach their full potential by giving them fo- those foundations to helping their body function, heal at a higher level. And, you know, although when we're in that virtual realm, you know, we're really helping people a lot with you know, GI problems, gastrointestinal, whatever that might be in their life. Um, and then also those toxicity issues, because a lot of times the toxicity in the GI nervous system connection is all there. And, and there might be yes. certain parts of those things we got to work on. And, you know, that can usually get people, but we really try to be more specific in what we're trying to help people with and not trying to be like the master of all. Yes. Although when you apply these five foundations, man, your body is just overall going to get better. And I mean, it could help with anything. I mean, you, Literally, I mean, I've seen people that have just applied these foundations not looking to help with something like MS and their MS starts to disappear. Or mm-hmm. the person who was coming for me for a GI problem and then all their headaches and their sleeping problems got better, right? And it wasn't even yes. something they were even looking to. It's just when you work with your body instead of against it, anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I see the same thing. Sometimes people will come in for something that like migraines or IBS or or two specific things. And then the next week they'll come and say, you know, I'm sleeping amazingly. Like this really helps me sleep, which of course is going to be healing for the body, right? It's going to help everything else. Absolutely. um, Settle down. Yeah. And where I feel people really start to get confused though. And I see this even in, in our own practices is people have been trained to think in our culture that we need to have all these different doctors. Like we mm-hmm. need to have the, this day where we go and we see these five different doctors, you know, someone's seeing their, you know, their general practitioner, they're seeing this guy for their rheumatoid arthritis they're seeing this kidney doc, they're seeing this heart doc and all of these things. And it's, there's gotta be some, some sanity in this because at yes. the end of the day, we shouldn't have to see these crisis care doctors or, or these crisis situation just for a routine for our health like that's they're there for a crisis but if we have these things that we're just monitoring we should be doing these things with holistic practitioners and i mean you should really have like maybe your holistic person that you're seeing as maintenance and and then you're seeing maybe a the medical doctor or that medical person when you're in that crisis or if you have seriously a serious medical condition but i just see it too much people are wasting their time and their money just visiting all these different doctors thinking they have this like cool healthcare team around them, but really you got to look at the philosophy of what those things are. And if their philosophies don't line up with 
you know, longevity and health, and they're just looking at, you know, medications and surgeries and that aspect, then you really got to reevaluate what your purpose is in looking at those docs. Yes. I think the age of specialization has really taken over to where it's like you can't see a, even a primary doctor in the U.S. at least without them referring you to, to something else to, to the specialist really. <laughs> Whereas I think in the past, they had a better general sense of how to move people towards health. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think some of that is liability driven as well these days. But I agree. I heard your interview with the paleocardiologist on your mm-hmm. podcast. And I'm trying to remember his name. Wolfson, um, Dr. Wolfson. That's it, Dr. Wolfson. Yeah. And he was saying, like, yeah, these are specialties really for emergencies. They're not for everyday health. So exactly. I think the chiropractor has become a center of that and several the primaries as well. They're not doing that anymore. So it's like we've really um sort of navigated towards someone who will look at all of our health. And sometimes that's acupuncture, sometimes that's the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. You know, you often find it in those two fields. The psychologist, you know, we don't, we can't treat medical stuff, right? Well, like we're, we're a licensed psychologist in the U.S. is not allowed to. <laughs> so yeah. if we say anything medical, we really do have to say, I am not a medical doctor. Right. So we work more on the emotional side. Um, but hypnosis obviously treats a lot of medical problems. Right. From the emotional side, in terms of being able to change the neural pathways, calm the nervous system down, that is really our goal there is creating health in the body and not just physical health, but emotional health, which we know affects physical health. Like there's such a direct connection there. I think a lot of times it starts there with the emotional health because, you know, I've seen people that come in and they're obviously distressed emotionally. And they're having all these physical symptoms. And as much as I will help them, I know that until they get that emotional stressor or they can process that better internally, then yeah. there's no way we're going to be able to help them. And when they start to get those things situated and resolved, then guess yes. what? Everything starts to change in their body and they start to get better. And all these things start to miraculously get better. But really, it's just like they were creating that interference in their own psychology. Absolutely. Yes. So I did want to change tracks a little bit here. I did notice that you offer weight loss in this episode. We'll probably air around the weight loss month that I'm going to do. So how do you work with that in terms of chiropractic, your weight loss program? Yeah. So really it just comes back to that health philosophy. So what we do is, you know, everything we do is virtual because, you know, there's some people that need to have maybe one-on-one interactions, but really it just comes back down to getting to the step-by-step process. I feel a lot of people, they don't need um, really someone to hold their hand, but they do need the accountability. You know, a lot of times we know salad is good. McDonald's is bad, but Mm -hmm. we don't really know how to take the action steps to get the routine and the habit in our lives so that we prepare ourselves and know what to do when we're not going down that fast food drive through. Mm -hmm. So, really simple. What we really work on focusing on is just really nothing groundbreaking, shattering when it comes to, to weight loss. It's just like giving them the, the process. So we have a process online where we take them through where we work on their lifestyle as we're helping them do the, the foundational steps. So like, mm-hmm. so they, eventually they don't have to be dependent on us. They can actually create the lifestyle that they can maintain this 
so that it doesn't become a diet. It becomes a lifestyle because diets are not sustainable. Diets do not work. Right. They're just a short term patch to a longer term solution. So yes, when we look at this, you know, we'll get the the meal plans for them, the the grocery list to go along with those things. So they know exactly what to do. And they can follow those to a T if you're that personality type, or you can mm-hmm. just use those foundational principles and use that as a guideline as you're, you know, going through your day. Are these, um, are these one-on-one sessions or are they group sessions? Like what are you doing online or is it a course they go through? Yeah. So basically it's a course they get access to. If you know, if they want the accountability aspect of things, like we uh-huh. can provide that form. We just really figure out what your, what your goals are, what your personality type is. If you're okay. the person is like, yeah, I want that, that accountability and that check-in like, great, we can do that. But uh-huh. a lot of people are just like, Hey, no, I just need to know what to do. And mm-hmm. I just need a, a path to go. Okay, great. You know, you can do that as well. Okay. So, okay. Got it. And so they're, so they're going through those things. Like everything's online. They have like the, the website portal that they get access to. And so every week they're getting their, their grocery list and their meal mm-hmm. plans and everything they need there. And then along they get access to go at whatever speed they want to all the lifestyle uh, webinars that I have on there. And so yeah. there's ones on there from, you know, toxicity and how to keep those things out of your environment and how to get those things out of your body as you're going through this process. There's things on digestive health how to sleep better and have more energy mm-hmm. um, things that go into the groceries or one of the favorite webinars on there is it's called shop with the doc. And so literally I walk <laughs> you through how to, how to Dude. go through the grocery store, what to look for, you know, different sections of the aisles and things and just help you educate on that. So as you're going, you can start to learn and educate yourself, you mm-hmm. know, how to read those labels, you know, what should you really be looking out for so that you can navigate the, slippery slope of the grocery store it's a pretty dangerous place to be in if you've ever been in there lately i mean i don't even go in the grocery store now because like she's awesome she does like the click list thing where she just like orders everything and then drives up and then boom it's in there so that is really powerful too because that even helps you avoid the impulse buys where you're yeah i call the costco syndrome if you've ever been to costco you're driving you're walking through like oh that looks really good totally totally that's a really good deal like how did i come out with this whole all this food i only went in for one thing right yes exactly and so you know so you have all those that aspect of helping you build the lifestyle as you're going through you know really as far as eating you know there's all kinds of ways to eat there's you know keto there's paleo there's Mm -hmm. the I mean, there, I mean, I could name probably 20 other diets or ways to eat, but a lot of these, they, they're the same principles. They're just different tweaks, little different changes, you know, mm-hmm. so you can have this different program that you're, you know, getting people to go on. But at the end of the day, it's just about eating God-made food, not man-made food. And so mm-hmm. I'd really say if I were to categorize it and like how we encourage people to eat, it's probably somewhere between that, that paleo to, to keto. Like there's options in there to do keto if you want to do it that way. Cause that mm-hmm. can be great and help to heal the body. It's some more accelerated weight loss and also get your hormones reactivated. Um, but it's not necessarily something you need to do all the time. And so, you know, you can have that option in, in the meal plans to do that if you want to tweak it. Cause it's pretty easy to tweak that with any kind of meal planning mm-hmm. uh, versus, you know, the, the 90% of the time you're doing more of that you know, for lack of a better word, again, just like that paleo where you're eating more green leafy vegetables, you're, you know, you're trying to put good fats in your body, you're trying to stay away from the carbs, eating. Yeah, so lower carb, high fat. Yeah, Yeah. the quality of the foods is the biggest thing, you know, we could eat these certain ways, but quality is really where it's at. And so that's Mm -hmm. really what we focus on with people. Great, great. So uh, what have you seen happen with that course? Like, have you seen people transform? 
Yeah. You know what? It's amazing when people finally make the choice to apply those things, they make great transformations. It's like anything we can have all the resources and the tools in our lives, but until we finally have that big, why that makes us really committed yes. to that thing, then I mean, I see people that, you know, have all the resources, but they never make any changes because they're not applying it. But when people apply these things, I'd say 95% of the time people make amazing transformations. You know, there's always that 5% or where they have some more serious things going on that doesn't allow them to, to lose that way. And that's where we can do some more specialized digging and, and mm-hmm. lab testing and things like that for people. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you see people not just lose the weight. That's great. Our goal for us, I mean, it might be your goal to lose the weight, right? As, as a person mm-hmm. coming into it, but like our goal is not to lose the weight. That's just a side effect. Our goal is really to help people transform their lives and help them be their healthiest version of them on the inside and get them well on the inside. When that happens, guess what? They start to lose weight. Oh, and yes. guess what? They maybe start to sleep better or guess what? They start to, um, you know, their back pain and headaches start to go away or, you know, whatever that yes. might be. Yeah. Yeah. They get off of all kinds of medications. Yeah. will stop. Yeah. Yeah. That exactly. they don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So is there a particular case you could tell us about? Um, yeah. So there was this, uh, one guy, his name was Rick. He was, man, he was about a hundred pounds overweight and, uh, he tried all kinds of things. I mean, he tried the weight watchers, the, I mean, there's so many different diets out there. Yeah. I think he tried like Atkins. He tried the ideal protein. I mean, there's kinds of things and not that those things don't help people lose weight. Cause I mean, any diet can help people lose weight, Yeah, but and really getting them healthy, right? And so we started to apply the foundations. Him, both him and his wife did it together, and that, I think that was key for him because he yeah. really got like a big why behind why he was doing it, and he had that accountability not uh-huh. just from us, but from someone that was close to him that they could go through the trenches together, sort of speak. Because here's the thing: if you're a spouse or you have someone that you're living with, if they're not on the same boat with you with your lifestyle, it makes it really difficult. You know, if you're it trying does. to eat something different and they're not being supportive. Like that can be a, a big deal for people. And, and yeah, so they got, on, yeah. they got on track and and they started just applying the principles. They started applying like all the principles, not just, you know, just eating well and, and exercising, but really, I don't even think, honestly, I don't think he did that great job of exercising. He just like, like losing weight is like 80% your Food. nutrition and your yes. body healing on the inside. It is. And so, you know, he was, they were doing that. They were doing chiropractic. Um, they were just, you know, living those five foundations a lot better in their lives. And, he ended up within about six months. I think he lost about 90 pounds. Whoa. His wife lost about 50 pounds. And wow. You know, they were just, you know, they, they got their life back. It wasn't just they lost weight. Like they were doing more. They were staying more active. Yeah. They were just, he wasn't grumpy anymore. Cause when he first came in, he was a grump, like no question mm-hmm. about it. He said, I mean, I get it. When you're not feeling good, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to be grumpier. And you know, obviously his wife didn't love the weight as much uh-huh. as losing her weight as much as she loved the fact that he wasn't grumpy. Like, yeah, he was a fun absolutely. guy to be around and live around, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's just watching people make those transformations is the great thing. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's a lot. It sounds like you're really addressing it from a lifestyle perspective, so that people keep the weight off too. Yeah, absolutely. That's where it all starts. Because again, just following a plan to eat a certain way, but not understanding why you're doing it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and what's behind those things, then it just becomes just a process you're going through. And eventually you won't ever learn anything. And when that resource goes away or, or whatever that might, that thing is, then you just revert back to your old habits. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's true. Unless you do have the big why I uh, say within the last, 
it's a year or so, I really started looking more into the keto, paleo, um, low carb, high fat type of lifestyle and those transformations and all the research behind it. You know, when you really look at weight loss studies, they're often the people can't keep the weight off long term. But if you start looking in that world, you'll get people who have really, they say, I feel better. I feel incredible. And I've kept the, I've done this lifestyle for 10 years, right? Or 12 years. There's a video of a doctor who, a medical doctor who presents all around the world about this. And he said, I, I've been doing this for 12 years. Like that's pretty long-term, right? (laughs) past Like two years, you know, is really considered long-term. But it occurred to me, I was like, why aren't these studies being published, you know, why aren't these people being looked at in terms of long-term weight loss and the big why and the health benefits and all of that? It, it was really quite interesting to me. And I don't have the answer to that question. Yeah. You know, that's, that is a great question. I, I think really, I think we just get bombarded so much on a day-to-day basis on this outside in approach and our culture that it's hard for people to want to be able to actually do what they need to do. And they're constantly getting drugged back into that culture of, yes. Hey, just do what makes you feel good. Right. Like all oh, that, that food, that psychology behind it. And I think a lot of times it comes down to either that underlying psychology and which I think is so important where you come in because you can help them break past that. Right. Of why yes. they're really doing those things. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it is, a lot of that is the internal self-worth and are you worth it and really getting rid of those negative self-concepts that you have, as well as being very aware of how much we are bombarded by advertising and um, quote-unquote big food, right, instead of big pharma. Yeah. <laughs> like big food, he's trying to control all of your food choices and fill you full of junk. Like really trying to convince you this is healthy for you when it's not. It's not. It's- exactly. There's so many tricks and labeling schemes out there. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. To stand they they spend billions on it, like trying yeah. to get you to buy their product, which isn't necessarily healthy. No, absolutely. Yeah. So that's really helpful to know. I, I think people very, will be very interested in that course that you offer. Can you tell people how to find you and how to find the course? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there's a few different things people can do. I mean, they can one start reading my book and I think that gets people a lot of really valuable information there. They can start that journey on. It's called the five foundations of remarkably healthy people. You can find it on Amazon is a, is a great way to find that, but you know, they can just go to the Dr. Chris. So the, and then drchris.com. So you can go on there. We have resources. The podcast is on there as well. And you can actually set up a consultation to actually see if it's a good fit for you. Cause I just don't want someone to just, you know, start on a program if it's not really the right fit for them. And so, you know, we sit down and see if there's underlying issues too, because if there are underlying health problems that you have, you could go out and start doing, you know, some kind of weight loss program, but you've got underlying issues that are going to keep you from doing that and mm-hmm. make getting the results. Then you're going to get really frustrated. And then you're going to say, well, Hey, this program didn't work for me, or I'm just going to give up. I've, you know, I've tried everything now. And it was really just an underlying problem. So that's really where it has to start. we got to figure out, okay, really, where, where is the issue? Are there other problems? And then then, okay, is this the next step or is there a step we need to take before that so your body can finally start to lose the weight? Mm-hmm. So yeah, they can get on that and, and set up consultations with us and, and myself and, and go from there. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on. 
hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace.